Hey, what's up, friend? Sean, is that you? That's uh, me, Sean. Is that my fr my friend Winston? Um, I think it is. Hi, Winston. We are here to talk about not much sports because it's the dog days of the summer, and I guess more on the uh, the veering over to the life thing. Yeah, uh, the the tragic existence that is today. The tragic existence that is my life on an everyday basis. And just like that, you're <laughs> the Good Enough Podcast, episode one hundred and three. Or 18. Or 21. Is it? I think it's actually 20. Okay. Or, or 33. 20. We made it 20 episodes. We made it to 20 or 103 or 33 episodes. Somewhere in the middle. Average it out. Right. You um, can take the mean, median, or mode. Prefer the median if we're being statistical. Data right. That's fine. So as you can tell, there's not much sports going on. <laughs> Got to fill the air with just jib-jab. Um, haven't seen Sean in a little bit. That tends sure. to be the case. This yeah. podcast is our only means of friendship these days. In the dog days of summer. Uh, last time we saw each other, we were at a, our dear friend Matt's wedding. That was fun. Congrats, Matt. Congrats to Matt. Uh, he's back from his honeymoon, so life is officially resumed being trash for him, but just married now. Um, trash and married. But the thing is, like, his life isn't trash because he's married. Mm -hmm. It's just trash. Just trash. It was trash regardless. Right. Like, it was trash well before getting married. Right. It'll be trash well after getting married. If he, for some reason, became single again, it'd probably be way more trash. Oh, exponentially more trash? But still... Still trash. It's in the vector of trash. Yeah. So, it's a cheery episode to start out <laughs> with. Um, so, at that wedding, I was bringing up to Sean. I was best man at the wedding. Um, you know, very... You know, I was very happy to be in that role. Uh, I'm very honored. And then, right before my best man speech... Uh, after the bride's father gave a really good speech himself, Sean just pops up. I haven't really seen him much of the weekend and says, hey, man, that was really good. Good luck. <laughs> and just walks away. Like, while I'm at the height of my nerves. I really thought that was going to go over fine. I mean, everyone was a shock. Everyone was, like, <laughs> disgusted. a little bit, like, upset about it. They are just like, huh. <gasps> that was, like, probably not the thing I would say. It wasn't a pump-up speech by any means. Hey, Winston, I know your capabilities. I know what you, you can do. You gave a rocking speech, and I knew that I wasn't actually going to fluster you. If you were easily flusterable, like if this was something where I'm like, if I say this, I know I'm going to fuck him up, then I wouldn't have done it. It was a light jab, though. But like, I was like, whatever, I can do this. It was one of the hits Rocky took where it looked bad, but he sprung right up in right. Rocky Four. We were like, he should be dead, but he comes right back. No, so. you, no, I mean it. You gave a hell of a speech. There's, I think there's like chemistry to a speech. There's like a few things that are that art and there's certain things that's a formula. And you kinda of master both of them, you know what I mean? Well way to make way to make a comeback by saying these nice things. Right. Because at the moment I was like, fuck shot. Podcast <laughs> is over. I hate him. <laughs> um, but we came back full circle. So what else is going on in the world these days? Uh, we I think we I remember talking to our other friend Mac at the wedding and he said he loved listening to our podcast because we're always wrong about sports takes. And he said, he said after the last one we did, where I believe he said we stated, Kevin Durant, there's no chance Kevin Durant goes to the Warriors. <laughs> Quote, unquote, absolutely no chance Kevin Durant goes to the Warriors. And lo and behold, Kevin Durant's a warrior. We have made some, like, really bad predictions. I, it's it's become our thing, even though we're not doing it on purpose. <laughs> I, I realize when you're, you, like, don't do podcasts, which granted... I never had really before, that when you do make all these terrible predictions in your personal life, when you're just shooting the shit at the bar with someone, people you kind of forget about them. People can't rehash them right. with, like, a documented 
incident. But like happened. here we are, like every time talking about wrong a lot. Yeah, I remember this time last year. <laughs> I went through the list of all of the European players recently being drafted and how bad they were and how Kristaps Porzingis was going to be awful. I said he was the worst Knicks pick in years. Right. Ironically. Or no, op- it was opposite day because apparently he turned out to be one of the best Knicks picks in like a decade or even longer. Besides the point, doesn't matter. It's fine. Facts are trash. Right. Like, like you know, podcast statements are greater than facts. Just use the greater than sign and fit, fit it right in there. Um, but yeah, Kevin Durant's a warrior now. We were a tad wrong. Uh, how scary is that Warriors team? Just real quick. Real quick. I mean, you've kind of heard the everything. The, the analysis on it is just like I don't understand how this team could potentially lose. Like it would have to be like decimated by injuries for them to lose. Even if they had two crazy injuries, they're still the favorite. Right. Uh, like I'm not necessarily disagreeing with if that. If Draymond and Clay went down. They're still the best team in the NBA. I think it's, they're, like, yeah. they're, they're top three. I wouldn't say they're the best, but they're like top three. It's quite scary. If Kevin went down, they'd be the Warriors of last year. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they lose Kevin Durant. <laughs> they'd be back to the 73-win Warriors. Right. Probably yeah. have better chemistry. Because they don't have Kevin Durant out there. But another thing we were talking about, another signing the Warriors had, David West. For the uh, veterans minimum, a minimum, like of like $1.2 million, which in San Francisco terms is like, like 300000 300K. Yeah. Like... Not a lot of money when you really think about it. We were talking about like how David West had to make some changes in his life, like based off that salary. I'm gonna be honest. Like I don't know. I kind of agree with you that like if you take the the equation, it's almost like making three hundred thousand dollars. I need somewhere else. Yeah, because San Fran's ridiculous. And I'm not saying you're making major lifestyle changes. I'm sure he's probably set in his ways at this point. Right. He doesn't seem like a flashy, extravagant dude, but like. I brought this one up. It may be a little extreme, but, like, at Costco with your family, <laughs> and you see, like, that pack of Cheerios up there, but then, like, you see your wife reaching for the pack of Cheerios, and you're like, hey, 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 honey, you may want to settle down there. <laughs> yeah. look below in the bag of toasted oats. I don't think it's that extreme. <laughs> right now, you sound like, like, uh, sounds like a Mitt Romney joke right now. Remember when you'd be like, oh, you lose, like, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000, like, Mitt no one understands what you're talking about. It's so rich. Right. Yeah. What's the no, price of milk these days? $20? <laughs> no concept of any sort of money, like any currency at all. What do homes cost now? $2 million? $10 million? So, <laughs> uh, the poverty level? $230,000? <laughs> God damn it, Mitt Romney. Oh, my God. If you're, yeah, if you're talking about like splitting a bill with Mitt Romney, I just want to get that conversation. Splitting but no, I, I I kind of agree that the veteran minimum is a little bit more. You're tight for cash more than say playing for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, per se. I mean, if we if me and you went to Milwaukee right now, we'd be thriving, thriving. I'm not even kidding. We'd be living our best life. It has crossed my mind. Oh, fun thing. We didn't. This is a quick aside. I was in Canada this past weekend, mm. uh, Toronto to be exact, and. Toronto is fucking fantastic. I heard it's a fun... I haven't been there in so long. You've been there? I mean, I went there in, like, high school. Oh. It's been a really long time, though. It's awesome. Like, in the summer, it's, like, a combination of Boston and New York. It's huge, like, beautiful. That's the thing about Toronto people don't really understand. It's sneaky big. It's really like, big. If, if we were in the U.S., it would be, like, the third or fourth biggest city. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's diverse. Awesome food. Awesome, like, spots to go out. It's cheap as fuck. 
Mai and I went, went oh, that's the girlfriend's name. Uh, we went to the, uh, actually look at an apartment on the water. Because we had, like, time to kill. And we went to this, like, almost the top floor of this roof deck, like, of this uh, luxury building on the water. Theater in the building, like, roof deck pool, right. like, every, all the amenities. And I was like, well, this place is going to be, like, 10 grand or something ridiculous. Dude was like, uh, yeah, the, the top floor suite's uh, about, we're running about 1,700 Canadian. And I was like, Canadian? Wow. Which means it's less than... You know, that's awesome. Yeah, and I was like, it's got to be a catch. Obviously, you're living like I assume that means, you know, the wages are not going to be no, yeah, Boston you're, you're wages, making less. But save some money in Boston and then move to Toronto, approximately when Donald Trump's president. And that's so a were, good you, play. were you also staking out um, potential moving spots for um, yeah, in case, post post Trump post Trump. Yeah, it was definitely a Trump recon mission, like. Is 2017 going to be year one PT? One year post Oh. Like, we're going to start the um, years over again? I think we are. I think it's, like, going to recycle them. Because I don't know if you've been watching any of the National Convention for the Republicans. So I, um... Or reading about it? Yeah. I've done the reading. I, as much as I want to watch Scott Baio... Go, I don't watch much. Go off on, you know, immigration law. Um, I prefer not to. Did you see the, the chick that went up there and did the Nazi salute? I saw that one. I, Kyle? I always sometimes think that the media... That was... That was, there, was, there was some saluting there. That was a salute. I'm not going to go full-blown salute. It wasn't a full... I don't know. Do you think it was intentional? I guess that's what I don't I'm know. Because it was, like, awkward to the point where, like, that's not a normal person's motion. I agree. But, like... Was that full-on salute? I think it may have been. It was in, like, Trump's direction. It was definitely in Trump's direction. Like, hey. Like, that was very similar to some other guy with differing views that I remember from the I past. remember that guy. He didn't... He didn't turn out to be a great guy. Uh, nope, by any means. Um, so, I, I was a little disturbed by that. I'm not so, going to lie. So, the um, convention has come off hot. Very hot. I'm going to be honest. It's... Every day I start reading stuff about the convention. I'm like, what That's am I real. reading right now? Am I reading Us Weekly or am I reading the CNN? Onion. It's almost like Onion. Right. Like, things that you can't believe happen. And, like, the, especially with Melania doing the plagiarism thing. Plagiarizing the speech, which, granted, I, I'm not saying it's not a big deal because it obviously kind of is, but at the yeah. same time, I, Everyone, do I personally care? Not no, really. No. It's just so fucking bizarre that that happens. Like, the last... Made, like right. the last inauguration or not inauguration but the last inauguration for the last president they, right exactly the, the person you would think to check their speech most because they're obviously going to have a very similar message which is like change and I support my husband and this is what we've gone through right and, yeah. and it's going to be on the, well, the last eight years because whenever it's the other party and the you know like the Democrats or the Republicans have mm-hmm. been in the office for the last eight years the flip party is going to obviously spiel yeah. The change message. Yeah. Change, change. Change. Fix it, fix it. And so literally, that is the speech that you consider, like, the closest to that yeah. most recently. And, yeah, just ripped off a few uh, nice I passages. wish she was just like, and make the world a better place for my children, Sasha and Malia. <laughs> uh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> and she also said that wasn't part of, like, the, uh, the plagiarism. She was like, and I, like, assure you, like, Donna will never... Like, never give you up. 
It will never <laughs> yeah, let you I down. Saw that. And I was like, did we get Rick rolled too? The <laughs> speechwriter is incredible. Like he, he lied about plagiarism and he gave us a Rick roll. Let's give this guy a fucking job at like a, a sitcom. <laughs> and I, I mean, I was impressed by it. Um, again, I don't care because like I had no opinion of Melania Trump, other than like I've seen her naked. Like, is she naked? She was in Playboy. See, you know, I, I guess light I, research, light research. I haven't really dove into Melania Trump at all. I didn't dive really in at all. Past a couple safe search list views on the internet. Safe search. Safe search list. Right. Take it off. There is no safe search anymore, by the way. Really? Google got rid of it. I don't even know what it means. You can still see things because I saw it recently. I think Google just like knows who you are, and they're like you're over eighteen, which is creepy. I guess it made sense because it's like it didn't take a 13-year-old kid that long to figure out how to turn off safe search. Yeah. Like, that was the haven of boobs. Like, right. So, I knew how to do that in 2002. Yeah. And now 13-year-olds are way more sophisticated than 13 I 13-year-olds are way... Oh, my God. Yeah. They're going to be desensitized to, like, everything by the time they're our age. Right. They're going to need, like, weird, weird shit to, like... Right. Get, like, to get off. It's going to be really <laughs> weird. And I'm not looking forward to that era. Like, my kid's going to be like, Dad, can you give me a hammer, a lighter, and, like, several, like, pieces of, of wood and, and leave me in my room for the next two hours? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing now? Hmm. But that's – so Melania Trump's naked in, in, on the internet. That's, that's the moral of her story. So I, I wasn't really upset when I saw the plagiarism stuff. It's just like, eh, you're just you're, – you're whoever you are. I saw part of Ted Cruz's speech last night, which was very Ted Cruzy, and like wouldn't quite endorse Trump, and yep. then he got booed. Vote for your, he almost got beat up. Yeah, I saw that too. He like got scored fantastic, out like a wrestler. This is so good. It's turning into like the WWF. Um, I saw that they really wanted a professional athlete. Yep. Instead for Scott Baio. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, is that think, your girlfriend? I think my girlfriend is Buzzing literally in. buzzing us in. Buzzer buzz in. in. Buzzer in. We're gonna press pause. We'll though. do it live. Hey Sarah, thanks for um, joining us. Yeah, we uh, took a little break. Buzzer rang. Um, Sarah forgot her keys, which she always does. Seems like a thing you'd remember when you leave the house. This is like a consistent gripe I have, where she'll like buzz in, and it's like we both <laughs> live here. I can understand if this is my own place and she was coming to visit. Yep. But we both live here. Is it? And she like buzzes me in, and she'll buzz me in because. She has these, like, big bags, and her keys are on the bottom, the bottom. of the bags. Yep. Yep. It seems then, impractical. And then, like, my... You're the bellboy. Right. The, the thing I always hear is, like, well, it's on the bottom of the bag. And my thing is, like, then... Why don't you why, grab it in advance, maybe? Well, it's more just, like, why Smaller are these bag. bags... Exactly. These bags are, like, are duffel gigantic. bags. They're, like, duffel bags. They're, like... It's, bigger than duffel bags. Yeah, if I went to, like, work every day with, like, a suitcase. And they're, like... There's not that much shit in them. Like, no. the girls portray that there's a ton of stuff in them, but, like... Like a Shaw? The, what the hell is a Shaw? I don't know. Sarah, what's a Shaw? Sarah doesn't talk on the podcast. Sarah is consistently <laughs> mute on the podcast, which I respect. It's a good brand she is maintaining. Right. Um, so we'll figure out what a Shaw is next week. Um, they have, like... They usually have a ton of chapstick. I'll, I'll say that. So many, like, products. <laughs> yeah, like... Oh, Tide pen, product. Tide pens in there, usually. Yeah. Yeah, like something to clean. Then, like, some, like, various different makeup products. Like, mm-hmm. that just look very old. Like, they're, none of the makeup products look like they've been bought within the last 10 years. They're all very old looking. Yeah, but they're like, oh, I just got it, like, last week for $97. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. It looks like shit. Um, 
then yeah, but then they never like the keys are just stuffed in the back. back so the the, even though they're like the one thing that you use consistently. The only thing you use consistently in there. When do you need a Tide pen? How often are you spilling shit yourself? How often do you need to get in your house? That's the question I ask. It's a valid point. So welcome back, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hi. Uh, she's waving. She's still not talking. She won't talk. Um, so I think we were last talking about the Republican mm. National Convention in the... In Scott Baio. Yep, Scott Baio. Because they, they couldn't get Tim Tebow. No, I saw they, they said they, were, they got Tim they Tebow. They made a claim. They and I was going to be honest, like my first initial reaction was like, a, good for them. Like, that's a big name right there. Mm-hmm. And B, I'm like, I just don't see... Like, I was a little kind of puzzled. Yeah, I because, was Because, don't get me wrong, like, he's obviously conservative. Like, obviously. Very. But he doesn't seem like the Donald Trump conservative. Yeah. He seems like the going to church every Sunday and, like, a few days in between then, like, giving 30% of his income to the poor. He's actually a really, really good guy. He's a good guy. He's probably he doesn't the best swear. conservative I you don't, can get. I still think he claims he's a virgin. Which He doesn't seem like the Donald Trump type of guy. I want to go back to a point you made a second ago, just a quick aside, on Tebow's virginity. Right. Now, if true, is it's it true. one of the greatest wastes of sex in recent memory? My, I, like, I think my initial reaction will be, hey, you do you, man. No, I, I, no, believe me, I'm, I'm for it. But once we push that aside, let's push that. Do the mathematics, take out your calculator, right, pull up an Excel spreadsheet, and do the work on the Tim Tebow potential scale. He was in Florida. He was in Florida. And that's dominant in Florida. He was the best court, one of the best college quarterbacks, best college football players of all time. Grew up in Florida. Grew up in Florida. Went to Gainesville. Yep. At Florida, obviously. He ran that school. Uh, he was there for four years. A, like, a notoriously notoriously known for being a very, like, attractive school. Right. University of Florida. And, nope, just casting aside women. Spent a couple years in Denver, and then was spending a year in New York. Rich. New York. New York City. The hotbed of everything. Nope. I'm, nah, nah, get away from me. I am going home. I have all these same feelings. Drinking chocolate milk and watching Netflix. But at the same time, it's like, you know... Whatever. Do you? Do I'm you. not mad. I was mad, admittedly, in like, college when we were watching him. And I was just, like, going out struggling, like, trying to sneak into parties. And I'm like, Tim Tebow is just, like, not even thinking about it. No. He's not even thinking about going outside. He's just reading the playbook. Do you think he, like, went out? Probably went out because his teammates were out. He had fr- He had that friends. Right. So in order to hang out with your friends, you probably had to go out. He must have, like... I guess my question is, like, all right, he probably... Didn't drink. Do you think he still drinks now? I don't think he drinks. Maybe he has like a wine cooler, like a Smirnoff ice, like once every like two months. Like that team, that was kind of a wild team. Like Aaron Hernandez was on that team. Confirmed killer. Riley Cooper was on that team. Confirmed racist. Like Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin, he's kind of a wild guy. Confirmed whack just whack job. Weird yeah. guy, yeah. Like that was a pretty bizarre team. Yeah. And Tim Tebow. And Tim Tebow. The greatest human on earth. Like, do you think they had just these, like, absolute wild bangers and Tim Tebow would yeah, just like show up? like, sorority girls everywhere. Right. Like, you know, jello parties or whatever. And, and Tim Tebow comes, and I, he's, he's got a polo shirt on. It's tucked in. Guaranteed. Oh, definitely tucked in. Definitely Guaranteed tucked in. Guaranteed tucked in. So, like, shorts. he's in there for, like, 35 minutes. He says hi to the girls. Like, some girl's throwing up. He goes to the bathroom with her. Helps her. Like, helps her. Like, it is the most, like, appropriate thing that anyone could ever do. Rubs her back. Right. 
everyone, like, when they first glance, they think he's doing something weird because it's like, why else would he be in the bathroom with her? But then they realize he's just being a really nice guy. And the girl, when she comes to, is, like, very, very, like, appreciative right. of the experience. And then he leaves after, like, 40 minutes. And has, like, a water. Right. Like, he has a red cup, a solo cup, but there's just water in it. Right. And he just got it from the sink because he didn't want to bother anyone to, like, get the Brita. And then he notices, like, every now and then he'll notice someone's, like, a little too drunk, so he offers if they want some water, too. Oh, and no, then, no, and then he offers, offers a ride, ride home. too. He probably gives, like, seven rides. He'll say he'll offers to come back. Yeah, he's like... I'll give other rides if anyone needs to go home. But I just want to let you know, I have a game tomorrow, so I really should be in bed by 11.30. But if you need me, I'm always here for a ride. My phone is on. My phone is on next to my head in bed. Meanwhile, like, Riley Cooper's throwing it off. Aaron Hernandez has a pistol in his pants. And, like, Percy Harvin's like, I got migraines. My head hurts. I forgot that was his thing. That was his thing. I think it was, like, the ultimate hangover excuse. Like... You kind of have migraines when you're really hungover. That's true. Theoretically, he wasn't lying. Yeah. He's like, I, I'd be extrapolating from my hangover a migraine. But yeah, Tim Tebow. Anyways, he, uh, clearly was like, when I heard that news, I was like, that one surprised me. And then it was deemed false. Incorrect. Incorrect. They should, and then it was Republican like, shot from the hip and just wrote Tim Tebow's name on there. <laughs> Maybe if I just put his name here, it'll actually show up. I mean, I heard they were trying to get... Tom Brady, which would have been also a poll. I mean, could Tom Brady potentially have swung the election? Honestly, yes. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. Like, you gave me a second to think about it. My brain initially was like, hell no. This is America. Right. But then I said, oh shit, it's America. This is America. America is the worst place in the world. And, and it's also to, the best place. I'm in trying to decide which way he would swing it. He would either make people laugh. Fuck Tom Brady. Sure. I was going to vote for Trump or the other way around. Well, you remember those graphs the ESPN would show about like, how many people wanted the Patriots to win? Right. And it would only be like, like Massachusetts yeah. or New England. So that's interesting. Could he turn an entire blue area into a red area? <laughs> What's the Tom Brady effect? And he has nothing to do. He has four games off. We didn't even talk about that. Tom Brady's deflategate's done, finally. Thank God. Thank God. It keeps coming back up like a fucking disease or something. Yeah, but yeah, Tom Brady out four games. New handsome guy, Jimmy Garoppolo subs in. I guess he could have just done the convention then. What else is he doing? He has nothing else to do. Oh, sorry, you have Giselle as a wife and like children, children, and a fantastic life. Because of you, Scott Bayo was there. I, sorry, I keep bringing up Scott. Chachi, Bayo. Chachi, Charles in charge. I mean, what that show is popular? What like 1988? Yeah, and then who else was spoke that night? It was like some like Dave Carson. No, no, no. Yep. You're talking some quote unquote celebrity, right? Who else was it? It was some like um, daytime television star. I don't remember. It was it was rough. Like the the well, hey, you see who the Democratic National Convention is getting? The bag of milk herself, Lena Dunham. That does not surprise me at all. Looking she like loves Hillary Clinton. A large D battery. Like, that's what she's, like, I, <laughs> that was mean. That was very mean. I, I don't like Lena Dunham. I'll say it. Mainly because she just skirts by saying everything she wants to say. Like, all her incendiary comments. And then she's just like, I'm a woman. I got naked on my show. Like, you should respect This that. is a hot take. 
It's a very hot take. I'm like, I'm very... I don't like her at all. I would love to like partake in this take, but I'm afraid that any take on this take that I take is going to like, I'm going to say something... Why are people defending Lena Dunham? Did, so, you, did you read that story she wrote about her sister? That one was weird. Yeah. How'd she sneak... How'd she brush down to the rug? I will say... That was hot for like two days. Um, those weird Republican websites that I go on... They have not forgotten about that. That's literally the story every, like, four days. Are you comparing me to the Republican website? No, not ah. quite. Because, I'm going to be honest, it was a little strange her talking about doing things with her sister. Then Even though it was, like, very, like... Then it needed to be in that paragraph. Joking. Like, then it needed to be in that paragraph. But it was still kind of bizarre. Very bizarre. I, I get that. I also don't love, like, I don't know, like, girls. Like, I understand, like, I wasn't mad at the show. I was like, I just don't like the show. Plenty of shows I don't like. I, uh... But... My take on girls... Not a good show. Not a good show at all. We yeah. got we got Kylo Ren out of it. We, we did. It seems like it's very... Again, it's a show called Girls. I'm afraid that my take on this show is going to be used as like a microcosm of my take on the female gender as Mike, a whole. This is a microaggressions episode. Right. But like, no, I really just don't like the show. Ableist terms. They're all just kind of annoying in their own ways. All right. It's clear that I took it to a problematic area. Right. But it's a problematic time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everything that's happening in the news and in the media can be deemed problematic. I guess that's a good point. So everything at, in one way or another could be deemed offensive. So you might as well say whatever you want. Yeah. Hey, well, look, am I Donald Trump? Thank you, Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally... Oh, I know! Damn I it. I set you up for that. And you did. Shit, you did. <laughs> I got fucking roped. Roped the dope, too. <laughs> well, I guess I'm a Republican now. You're a Republican. <laughs> I just flipped. This, this podcast flipped me. Um, damn. That's a tough realization. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, other other problematic issues, um, I saw a story the other day that I just glanced over, and I was just like, America, period, 2016, period. Because it was just like a quick headline that said, Westboro Baptist Church, the KKK, and Black Lives Matter protesters are in a fight where they're throwing bags of urine at each other. <laughs> and I just continued to scroll up. I saw it, and I didn't stop. I just saw it, and I was just like, huh. I'm going to go past that. <laughs> All right. And I kept it going. And I was like, this is 2016. You know what else I saw? That was kind of perfect. Like, in synergy, I was on Twitter. I saw that little post, and I kept scrolling up my timeline, and it was just like, scientists predict a meteor is expected to hit Earth next week and to wipe out Earth. And I was like, you know what? This is the time. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you know, like, I told my girlfriend yesterday, I was just like, honestly, maybe I think of a better time. Maybe this isn't so bad. <laughs> and then I found out, someone informed me, someone tweeted it, like, responded to that tweet, after I like, retweeted it, and said, this post was from last year. And I was legitimately sad. Like, people, thought, people were like, oh, you got, like, tricked, or you saw a post from last year. I was like, no, I'm just sad that a meteor's not fucking striking. Right, so I'm not going to die. Like, not saying, like, I die. Like, obviously, I will if Earth explodes. More that Earth explodes. Like, we are just having a 2016 for the books. I will say, I remember once being in a deep conversation with one of our mutual friends. His name is Max Bellman. I knew it. And he once went into detail with me and in how he wants to witness the end of the world. Oh, yeah. 
So he was probably having this conversation. So he was standing at the top of a hill. It was like so <laughs> and bizarre. See everything burn. Was, and he has to rescue everyone. It, was, it wasn't. I didn't hear the rescue oh. part. It was more like he wanted to like witness everything that would come about it, all the details, all the mayhem. I'm like that's kind of dark. Very dark. Very morbid. I haven't heard the part where he saves people, but he's you know, on that, I think he's on that kick now. Knowing him, I'm not that surprised that that he was like part wants of to be the... in a situation where there's like unrest, right? And he's the one to fix it, which, as you know, is not surprising. Fix his personality, not surprising. Yeah. But in his first example of like watching the world burn, that was kind of me yesterday when I saw the meteor. After scrolling past that little tidbit about the urine bag tossing, you were like, you know what? Let's and, watch this shit. And everything happen. else happening in the Republican convention. I was like, hey, you know what? Set it ablaze. I don't want to see Kevin Durant on the fucking Warriors. It's not fair. Yeah, I, like, I want to watch that for ten games, and then I'm ready for the, the meteor to hit. I don't want to watch a full season of you it. You do want to see it actually happen? I was actually thinking about it, like a potential offensive set, where like Steph gets it, does like a little step back, pump fake, finds Clay, pump fakes, swings to Dre, quick swing to Durant. For a wide open three in the corner. And I'm just going to start crying. Right. When like, Kevin Durant is your, he's in the corner wide open with shot. With Harrison Barnes shot. Right. Where he missed every single fucking one of those. The shot that, like, you and I could do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Granted, like, we're not making that. No, but, but we, we could be wide shoot open. Shoot that. We can shoot that physically in the NBA. And Kevin Durant, arguably, like, top three shooter in the league. Mm-hmm. He's on the team with the best two. Right. Like, the top three shooters in the NBA are on the same team. So that's why that's one of the reasons I wanted the meteor to hit. But here's a reason. Here's a segue right here. The main reason I don't want a meteor to hit is because of the glorious, glorious experience that Nintendo dropped on us this past couple weeks ago. Let's talk about it. And I know this, Pokemon Go. These are one of these pop culture things, and I'll call this a pop culture what? event. Do you see Nintendo's valuation went up? Yeah, nine billion dollars. I saw that actually. Forty-eight hours. That's unbelievable. They got more users. Like on Android, like that, like they basically surpassed Twitter users on Android in two days. I'm gonna be honest, that's that's wildly impressive. I and we were talking about this earlier, as I do see there's like a little bit of a gap between. So obviously there's a nostalgia factor on this, right? They're, they're selling nostalgia. Um, and I will say there is a direct correlation between people who did play Pokemon when they were a kid eh. to who didn't. And two who are playing now. Because I was never a Pokemon guy. Just never, for some reason, got into it. I don't know it. how that happened. I don't really know how it got... Like, it's, it is, like, up my we alley. we played all the other games. We've all played... We've played the same exact game. Yeah, we have. And somehow I miss Pokemon. And so, like, when this game came out, I'm like, well, I didn't play Pokemon fucking 17 years ago. Why would I play it now? Because it encourages you to get out and experience the world. So that's my other take. I have two takes. That's my oh, first take. All right. Let's hear take two. My second take, this game is literally ingenious. Like, it, it really is one of the smartest ideas ever. So it's, like, essentially virtual reality in reality. Yeah. It's augmented reality. Right. Yeah, I think that's the, the term. The term that they're yeah. using. Yeah, I, saw, I heard that. It is really smart. It's, it's a smart idea. It's saving, like, people's lives. Did you read the... Well, I read some, like, people that were, like, depressed and, like, didn't feel like leaving the house or, like, their appearance. They're like, you know what? I don't care what people say. I'm going to catch this fucking Pidgey. I'm going to catch a Charizard. Now... Let me tell you about the game itself, because you, you don't play it. Right. A lot of Pidgeys. A lot of Rattatas. How do you These feel are about that? shit Pokemon. Right. And, you know, occasionally you see a good one. It's exciting. Like, on the way here, I was pl- like, when you came down and let me in your apartment, 
high was I showed you a Pokemon I caught. Haven't seen that Pokemon. Now I'm wondering if there's like someone else brought this up on something else I was listening to, but it was like, is there a uh, like a, a poverty disparity in the Pokemon Go world? <laughs> like, if you're walking towards Beacon Hill, it's... like where you live. Are you gonna see like better Pokemon or like Brookline where I live? Are you gonna see better Pokemon in like Austin? And then you gotta like, like go to Dorchester and like. This... Oh my God! These Pokemon are like throwing dice on the fucking wall. <laughs> They're not even interested in being caught. And you're like, hey man, are you? Not now. That would be so sad. Yeah, like I think it's a worth a study. It'll be someone's studying that right now. Some PhD. So, so I do know. Granted, I I don't know a whole lot about it, but I know there's like. Like, so if you're, like, by water, there will be a... Water Pokemon. Water Pokemon. If you're by whatever, there will be this type of Pokemon. Trees, there'll be birds. That's why a lot of fucking Pidgeys. A lot, a lot of Pidgeys. Call, like, three Pidgeys on the way to your place from the tea well, I thought you only really want one. You want one, and you just give them back to the professor. And then they... Tra- it's weird. They give you an option to transfer them, like, to the professor, so you can get, like, like something, an upgrade to, like, give to other Pokemon. To so basically trade it in for, like, a coin. So to speak. So I'm picturing right now the professor is just like fucking overstocked with Pidgeys. I've given that professor like 45 Pidgeys. So what's the most valuable Pokemon in... In Pokemon? In, well, in this one. I remember Mewtwo was big. It's still him. Still Mewtwo? I don't think they released him yet. Like, oh. He's unreleased. Like, no one's caught one in the United States. No one has caught a Mewtwo. Because I don't think it's been released. Oh, so they're releasing... Wow, this is, this is fucking genius. This is genius. They're smart as shit. I might put $45 into this game, real cash. Like, I've been looking right, at... because there's also... You can, the, money, you can right? buy coins and, like, buy shit that'll help you. And I'm just like, hey, I got a job now for a brief period of time before I don't have a job anymore. Is the time to spend $45 on frivolous shit, like Pokemon Go. And the best period... Of, like, I would say, when I was playing Pokemon, when I first got it, I got it before I met you. I got it in, like, middle school. Yeah. That was one of the more fun periods of my life. Like video game wise, because you were playing a shitload of Pokemon. Playing a shit, like I was one. I caught it all at one fifty. That like, was a special is achievement. A, is that a thing that like you you look down to this day and say, "Wow, I did it." I like. It was something I would have posted on Facebook today if I did it. If I was like twelve. How long did it take you to get Mewtwo? Mewtwo was easy. What? Because you get one Master Ball in the game. Ah. Oh. In the, the Game Boy game, and it automatically catches the Pokemon. So by popular convention, they're like, save the, the, the Master Ball from Mewtwo. And I did. And you just chuck that shit at him, and you get Mewtwo. And he fucks everything up. But then, yeah, I was battling with, this is getting Pokemon-centric, but I'm in. I'd be battling with friends under the desk in sixth grade with a fucking link cable. And all of us had level 100 Mewtwo's, because we were cheating like motherfucker. Right. Everyone was cheating. And it was just like, you'd have six Mewtwo's versus six other Mewtwo's. It would be like playing with the Lakers... In the NBA Live versus the Lakers in like 2001, like Shaq and Kobe versus Shaq and Kobe. Remember when you beat me with the Lakers? Yes, the I won. I'll do that. 2003 All Stars. <laughs> Let's go back to this moment. Sean and I were like 13 in high school, 14 or something, and we were at our buddy's house. who was long asleep. He was asleep, and then for some reason his brother wasn't there. Yeah, it, so we were like there's three people on like two beds. I don't right. know what we were doing. But anyways, we were playing NBA Live. What year was it? Like oh, so I think it was oh, it was before NBA Live. Oh no, it was NBA Live. It was like oh, it wasn't two K, but I meant yeah, okay. It was like NBA Live two thousand two. Holy shit! All I know is like 
Shaq and Kobe was still a thing, and they were ridiculously good. And so I played with the the 2002 East All-Stars. Who was on that team? I don't know. (laughs) It was like Vince Carter? No, Vince Carter was was a great team. It was like probably like Iverson, Carter, McGrady. Marbury? I don't know. It was before Marbury. Marbury was still on the Wolves? Yeah, he was probably on the Wolves then. Anyways. That was a good... So the winner of that game... Got the bet. Got the bet. (laughs) Fucking... Oh, my God. Kobe Bryant just had a game. I was pulling from, like, a step in front of half court. I remember I was doing that with Kobe. I was so annoyed. And I was like, I knew how good the Lakers were in that game. They were were better than the 2002 Eastern Eastern All-Stars. And you were so mad. I was just disappointed. I was like, wow, I've got, like, such a leg up. I'm literally an All-Star team. It's not like you were a bad player. Like, Kobe wasn't missing. I remember that was one of my fondest video game memories. Fondest. It, it is one of those memories that, like, there's, like, a few... You always think of these, like, random video game memories. Didn't we have something with Curtis Martin, too? Was that... Maybe it was... I forget. Oh, we were playing some... We were playing... We played some we, other we Madden. We played a lot of Madden together. I forget that. I feel like Curtis Martin had a moment. I don't know. But, my God. Oh, another conversation that came up was, like, most dominant, like, sports video game player. And everyone's saying, like, oh, 2004 Vic. 2004 Vic, right. Like he's like the first person that ever gets brought up because all the Bo Jackson for the older crowd. Yeah, it's like you just run left, right, left. But you could do that with Vic in like '04, Matt. Like he didn't lose energy. Like you'd run all the way to the left. And that was when you like he had 99 like throw power. Right. So like old Maddens, if you like ran on the run, it was fine. Yeah. Like you didn't didn't matter. You didn't have to set your feet. Yeah. You'd have, you'd huck a 70 yard rope on the run. It's a peerless price. Fucking. <laughs> 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 it was like good in right. the game. And Brian Finneran. Algie Crumpler. Algie Crumpler. That was the offense. <laughs> that was it. It was Crumpler, Finneran, and fucking Peerless Price. You were handing off the work done, right? Yeah. He was the work done was on that team. Yeah, he was fast. He was fast as shit. That was a great team. <laughs> that was a ridiculous team. I remember, like, there would be, like, yeah, you can't be the Falcons. Even though, like, there's rankings. Yeah. And they would they're be, like, middle, the middle of the pack team. But I was like, no. Right. You can't be the Falcons. Like, they're a cheat. Because we do that thing where you, like, press R2 or something like that. Like, you pick random teams. Right. And you just, like, had to do that three times or something and pick your best one. And anytime Falcons came up, you got another girl. It was like, no, you can't. can't be Falcons. Because Vic was that powerful. Who else was, like, ridiculous? There was no one else that good, right? Well, I think now they've made video games it's more realistic. But, like, even like, our younger years, like... Right. Maybe Kobe... No, Shaq... Shaq and Kobe that good? I know Shaq and Kobe were pretty good. Beat the Eastern All-Stars, but, like... I mean, the one that, again, that they always bring up is... is Mr. Bo Jackson. And, oh, and Bo Ma- Jackson. Yeah, Michael Vick and Bo Jackson. But, like, I was trying to think. Like, there's no other video game guy that was, like... Maybe player number 23 in, like, the... Oh, that's right. <laughs> player number 23. Because player 23. Because he refused to be part of the Players Association. <laughs> what an yeah, why did he do that? He was a huge dude. I don't really know. I don't really know why Michael Jackson or Jordan... For a while, wasn't on the Players Association. He was the only one not in the game. LeVar Arrington, I know, did that only because it would be like in Madden, be like player number 56 mm-hmm. or whatever. Because like LeVar Arrington. Like in Jordan, would be like 99. Right. Player number 23, 6'6, <laughs> six, six, from North Carolina. And you'd be like in a black dude with a bald head. Right. Which was like in 32 bits, where you're like, <laughs> I don't know what you look like anyway. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, there was also. NBA hang, you didn't play much hang time, I don't think you did. I played a little. There not was, as much as probably you did. Yeah. Um, I think Carl Malone was, like, semi-unstoppable in that. Like, there was no one like Vic. 
I've been playing. It's not Hang Time, but it's like a game. It's like very similar to that. On your phone? No, we got N sixty four when I was in Connecticut. Oh, playing a shitload of it. It wasn't Um, Hang Time. It wasn't, but it was the realization that you just take a shitload of threes. (laughs) Corner threes. Corner and like gunner threes. Like you're like you're. They're almost like layups. You're like taking the layup before the three point line, and that was that's like the most. That that's the best shot in the game. That's going in ninety percent of the time. Here's a hot take. Okay. A hot question. Sure. Do you think NBA Analytics was born from NBA Jam slash Hang Time? There's there's an argument because there's like the hot spots. There's no point to shoot a two point jumper. No. In NBA Hang Time, NBA it's Jam. the worst shot. In it's the a game. terrible shot. Like stupid. Like people would laugh at you. People would just let you shoot them. Because there's those times when you like you kind of like take it, but you you, you try want, to, yeah you try to take a three and you're like ah so you, get you try to pass out of it or like you just throw some bullshit up. And, like, there even reaches the point where, like, you don't love trying to, like, attempting dunks. Yeah. Because, like, even dunks are, like, a, you know, they can get blocked. Yeah, so they it's get like destroyed. A, you get lit, it's like a lit 75% chance that's going in. I'd rather take that three. And get the extra point. Analytics. Analytics. Daryl Moore was fucking watching, playing yeah. NBA Jam as a youth and was just like, I figured it out. Yeah. And now look at him. He has James Harden and, uh. I don't know who else. Uh, Patrick Beverly, Trevor Ariza. That's it. That's a team. I mean, it is a ba- by team. I mean, it's a physical NBA basketball team. Right, they're gonna be bad next year. They won't be good. They may not make the playoffs. Shout to Utah replacing them. That's a hot take. <laughs> that is a pretty hot take. I think they who they draft. They draft someone good. That's like the team everyone keeps saying. Like, I've been saying Utah has been gonna be good for. I heard someone say they're gonna win fifty win games. I was like, whoa, that's, whoa, whoa. That's this cool. year, this yeah. coming year, whoa. It's a hot take. But Gordon Haywood is still as your big one your A guy. one B. Yeah, I don't it's know about that. Take. I wouldn't go fifty. I'd say like maybe squeak an A spot. They almost did this year, but they got they suffered from the Kobe Bryant sixty pointer. Right, that's oh, what they God. played last. Yeah, R.I.P. Kobe. So we have a couple other topics to get to. I know we got sidetracked a little bit. I see your uh, your time on your computer is doing that thing again. It's doing that thing. You know, I'm very confident that it's going to be fine. I'm very confident too. Like we're using Sean's like somewhat dying MacBook Pro. And it's, like, showing the time that we're doing the podcast in, like, very, very, like, sketchy manner. It's making loud noises. It's making loud noises, and it's about, like, at minimum, like, 142 degrees, like the computer itself. Right. So, like, this could be the last podcast for a bit where we have to sub my computer at some point. But I want to talk about quick uh, little Kim Kardashian, Taylor Swift, Kanye West. Well, you know my take on this. Hit me. I've told you about my love. For Taylor Swift and her music. Do you believe her or you believe Kanye? Neither of them, neither, none of them look good. Can we agree that this is a lose, lose, lose? But Kanye hasn't looked good ever in like the last. That, so that's my so argument. This is the first time Taylor's ever. My argument good. is. He brought her down with him. Right. Like He was already down. He just pulled her. As far as his like um, personal appeal, like I'm not like, I'm going sketching away from music. Just like his, as a person, he's at rock bottom. So he can't really go any farther. And he's just, he just brought her down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's like you, you go into like the Black Lagoon and then something pulls you in. And that's what happened to Taylor. Taylor was swimming a little too close to the Black Lagoon and got pulled in. Not to use Black Lagoon as a way to describe Kanye. I feel like that's a problematic term. <laughs> but, I mean, I think, I think Taylor was being a little, a little sketchball there. 
saying she didn't hear about the song, never talked to him, and then Kim, she, being petty wife that she is. She, um, she really showed her cards on that one. In the best way. The worst and best way possible. Like, I remember, like, I think the whole argument was, like, like, Kanye explicitly told her about the line, it's like, I'm gonna have sex with you. And she's like, oh my god, that's cute. That's crazy. That's adorable. And she was like, but he called me a bitch. Right. And that's unacceptable. I was like, what? You're completely okay with him saying he's gonna have sex with you, but he called you a bitch. So that was like, that was the line that got crossed. I'm still, um, you know, I'm still Team Taylor. I always will be. I remember earlier in the podcast we were talking about how she wasn't on Apple Music Mm. and how that like threw you off a little bit. Right. No, she wasn't on Spotify, Spotify, so I moved to Apple Music, and that is still true. I still have an Apple Music account, even though my girlfriend has a Spotify account, and I could easily just use hers. Like, I'm just wasting $9. And there's also, like, family plans for both. Right. That's, like, more economical. I started off with a family plan for the first, like, two months. So I was spending $15 a month (laughs) on just me and kept telling my girlfriend, why don't we just do the Apple Music family plan? And she just wouldn't. She just ignored me. I was just like, and like I kept like, just literally just throwing it at her. Like, no, you should try Apple Music. It's really good. And then she was just like, no, I don't care. And I was like, well, you get all the Taylor Swift albums. And she's like, Sean, it's weird that that is like the number one motivator, right? So, um, so yeah, she's. It's like it's almost like we have like joint custody of a child or something. That's you know. <laughs> Like, she's Spotify, I'm Apple Music. It's, like, very strange. Different homes. Right. Taylor decides to go. She doesn't like mom at the moment. Right. She likes... Living with dad. Mm-hmm. And, and it's weird. It's tough. Yeah. So, you so I'm can, just pissing... Well, it's, it's whatever. It's $9 a month. But yeah, still. Apple is buying countries with the money you're spending on. I did... So, before, we didn't have... Spot, uh, it was just Spotify individual plans, so, like, obviously only one person used it at a time. And it's just kind of, like, an embarrassing thing when, like, she's like, hey, Sean, can I use Spotify? Like, uh, and by the way, what the fuck are you listening to right now? It's like, you know. It shows what you... Like, fucking Enya or something. It's <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> I went on a weird kick the other day. You know there's, like, a shit ton of Disney songs on Apple. Oh, yeah. Right? I was just listening to Move On soundtrack. Like, hard. <laughs> Like, hard. Like, for, like, two days straight. Like, the entire plane ride to and from Toronto was, like, the Mulan soundtrack. I mean, not to veer off too far of my right-wing uh, websites, but Mulan, for some reason, got brought up. And, okay. Uh, it was, like, a liberal, liberal conspiracy to try to, like, convince women that they can be in the military. Wow. Take. Wow. Hot. Take. This is why we need you to, to like... You know, get it behind enemy lines and check out these fucking. <laughs> it might not have been on a website, but I, I saw that somewhere, and it came from like a prominent, like conservative, like it wasn't just some like blogger. Yeah, like it was yeah. someone who literally said that. Who had like multiple followers, right? Or thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah, Mulan is a liberal conspiracy of Disney. That's shooting from the hip. To put women in the military. <laughs> I'll give the right wingers some some credit. They. They pull. They're like, Gilbert Arenas, shot selection. Right. And there's like, forget it, they even shot. They're still in consciousness. There's like, well, I said, what? (laughs) Oh, that was yesterday. (laughs) Please. Today's a new day. God. Yeah. It's pretty great. Man. So, 
Hey, it was a good good chat. It was a good comeback. We even got a, a fake appearance from Sarah. Sarah will never say a word. Uh, that's her branch. She's waving. I think, a podcast. It's fine. I think the next episode, I'm going to start, like, just reading off her social security number. And <laughs> she starts screaming or something. I don't know. She'll just start crying in right. silence. Like, her bank account numbers. <laughs> And so just like sit there wallowing yeah. in complete silence. Silence. The, the, the quietest cry of all time. Yeah. But she'll clearly be like upset. Hey. That'll be episode one oh four slash one or slash twenty two slash nineteen. Right. So uh looking forward to it. Sean, enjoy your uh, your weekend. You can uh, enjoy your weekend too. I'm gonna see you. I'm never gonna see you again. I'm gonna be in New York. I'll see you in uh football starts probably. No, August third. We already talked about this. August third, we'll party in. All right, August 3rd party. We're going to have a podcast around then. Be on the lookout. We love you guys. See ya.